0: Come to your comfortable cross-legged seated position, close your eyes, find a place to rest your hands, perhaps on your thighs, and how did you place your hands? Did you turn the palms to face down or do you automatically turn the palms up? Maybe flip the hands a couple of times and just recognize a maybe subtle, maybe not so subtle change in energy between the two hand positions. Choose one. Feel your body on the floor and root down. Send roots deep into the earth. Establish an energetic connection. And then from the earth, grow tall. Lengthen through your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears to activate the sides of the body. And then loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart feel the expanse of your chest open and lift and let your arms be weighty towards the earth bringing the shoulder blades down the back side of your chest as your elbows and forearms melt notice tension in your face where you may be holding expression subconsciously. Let the forehead be broad. Slacken the cheeks. Relax your jaw. Soften your eyelids and notice your tongue in your mouth. Let it be soft and heavy, falling towards the floor of the mouth, slow deep breaths in and out through your nostrils, growing the breath slowly and with awareness. If you have not already, begin Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat, and listen for the sound of your own breath. Continuously arrive. and accept that this is a point in the practice just for breath. aware of subtle changes it changes in your posture as you relax with your breath. Your shoulders have uh, unconsciously slumped forward or your head is tilted back. Subtly roll the shoulders back, open the chest and lengthen along the back of your neck. just three rounds of breath together and as we did last week we'll use the one to two ratio and I felt that uh, four to eight four count for the inhale eight count for the exhale it was a good place to start so we'll do that again exhale to empty your lungs <coughs> and inhale for the count of four beginning one two three Four, fill and hold. With control, exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold the air out at the bottom. And again, one, two, three, four. Fill and hold. Draw in Mula Banda, Udiyatabanda if you'd like. Exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold it out. Last biggest breath in for one, two, three, four. Sip in any additional air at the top of your lungs. Hold and eight, seven, six, five, four. Three, two, and one. Resume your breath as you bring your palms together at heart center. Press your palms lightly together as you widen out through your elbows, broaden across your collarbones. We'll chant ohm three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale your breath and inhale fully for Om. Oh. as wide as your mat as you bring your big toes to touch behind you then sit your hips heavily back towards your heels rooting them back and down as you reach your arms forward reach through the fingertips spread the palms and eventually let the head release towards or to the earth as you find this shape breathe into the back of your body so that the pose evolves with the breath each inhale the back body inflates creating space within and then each exhale and um and expanse without so uh a release of the head, a release of the chest, release of the hips. Recognize what you're feeling in this shape. Let the poses bring you into your body by creating um, points or um, hubs of sensation alerting you to where you may be holding tension in your body, identifying those places, and breathing through them. I'm going to walk the upper body over to the right, keeping the left hip tacked back and down. Angle the chest to the right, reach out through the left fingertips. The right arm can either reach out or the right elbow can bend, targeting the left side of the body for this lateral extension. As the fingertips extend out the hip uh, grounds back, breathe along the outer shoulder, between the outer ribs on the left side, then walk your way through center. And angle the upper body to the left. Keep the right hip releasing towards the right heel as you reach out through the right fingertips. Spread the finger, spread the palm. Release the forehead down and again make any subtle modifications to my instructions. Maybe it feels good to extend the left arm out. Maybe you like the left elbow bent and the left palm on the floor, giving you some leverage to shift the chest more to the left, targeting the right side body. Notice where you may be holding tension in your face. Try to soften your expression. And with an inhale return to center and push your way up into tabletop planting the wrists below your shoulders spreading fingers and palms knees are hip-width distance before we begin our cat and cows inhaling to melt the belly and chest down tailbone and gaze lift contracting the back body in cow pose exhale press the floor away tuck your chin to your chest Tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, broadening across the back of your heart in cat. And continue to move through these two shapes with the pace of your own breath. And always I invite you to make subtle variations to this sequence. That might mean shifting the hips side to side or forward to back. Sometimes people like to bend the elbows down, bringing the chest closer to the floor. You might pause in one shape or the other. Use this time to explore the range of motion in your spine. Maybe start to establish uh, the synchronicity of breath and movement. <coughs> or the synchronizing. Working mm-hmm. on my, my vocabulary here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're impressed. <laughs> Not. As we should be. <laughs> okay, come back to a neutral spine. Bring your right foot between your hands into a low lunge. Maybe walk the left knee back if that feels appropriate. Scissor the legs together. Draw the right heel back, the left knee forward. Roll the shoulders away from the ears. And as you exhale, send the hips back, right toes towards the ceiling, round the spine. And inhale to shift forward. So just like cat and cow, synchronizing breath and movement, an exhale will send the hips back and round the spine. And inhale to bring the hips forward and down and roll the shoulders back. So again, make subtle movements to or modifications to these instructions, holding in one shape or the other. I didn't mention it, but you can, of course, put a Pad underneath the back knee or double up your mat if that back knee is in pain or even just discomfort. With your next inhale, come back to the lunge shape. Tuck the back toes under. Lift the back knee up, engaging the inner upper thigh. Left palm to the floor, right hand to your right thigh. Slowly revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh, stacking your shoulders and starting to look skyward. Reach the right arm up, broaden across your chest. Expand the chest, extend the back heel. And then look down, hand down, left knee down, right knee back. Okay, left foot between the hands. Again, the right knee might... Uh, inch back at uh, two or three inches. Roll the shoulders back, scissor the legs together, square the hips. And with an exhale, hips go back, left toes to the ceiling into a runner stretch, lengthening along the back of the left leg as you tilt the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knee. And an inhale to bring you forward. Again, pad the back knee. Start to move with your breath. Maybe pausing in each shape for an additional breath. Seeing if you'd like to move the hips side to side in the runner's stretch to target different parts uh, of the, the quadriceps or the, sorry, the hamstrings. And inhale to come forward. Tuck the back toes, lift the back knee, right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Slowly revolve your right ribs towards your left inner thigh, stacking your shoulders. Lift through the back inner thigh, reach through the back heel, forward through the crown of the head. As you look up, reach the left fingertips skyward, broad across your chest. Soften the edges of your mouth. Shift weight out of the right wrist into the right knuckles. Turn the right rib skyward and look down. Hand down, knee down. Walk your knees back about six inches. Tuck your toes under and tilt your tailbone towards the sky. Lower back in cow pose. Reach your chin forward to lengthen across the front of your throat. Bend your elbows back and slowly lower your chin and chest to the floor in tandem. Hug your elbows towards your side ribs, shoulders away from your ears. Emphasize the tucking of the tailbone skyward. Inner thighs shift back and apart, broadening across the backside of your pelvis. And then slide forward onto your belly, arms at your sides. Point your toes back, lifting one leg at a time to lengthen the uh, legs along the floor. Then press the tops of your feet down. Um, this is... a uh, Instruction that I've had a lot is uh, put the toenails down, and to be honest, I ne- that is <laughs> it's hard for me. <laughs> that's why I don't do it. I, I don't find that instruction to be uh, particularly helpful because I, t- I feel that it turns the heels out. It's because so you, you, you have such, such watch yeah. feet. It's <laughs> my sasquatch feet, right. so I don't put my toenails down. But notice what works for you. What what instructions do? do you hear that maybe you don't do. So, uh, I'm gonna try putting my toenails down while I ground the tops of my feet. Engage the muscles of your legs so you feel your kneecaps draw away from the floor. Lengthen your tailbone back, draw your lower abdomen in and up, trying to pull it away from the floor. Keep all of that engagement in the low body, and today we're gonna interlace our fingers behind our backs. Wrap your elbows up and in towards one another, and feel those act, that action cause your shoulder blades to hug together behind your heart. As you inhale, begin to peel your chin and chest away from the floor, straightening at the elbows, reaching back through the knuckles. Broaden across your collarbones as you engage the muscles of your upper back to lift your chest. Draw the sides of your neck back, lift the tops of your ears up and back. Reach through your knuckles, and get, interlace your fingers strongly and then gently pull your hands apart isometrically to get more extension across the front of your chest. Press the feet down, exhale and release. Left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, upper back broad, head heavy, neck soft, and arrive in this moment. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. If it's helpful, think about the movement of energy through your body. If you close your eyes, can you start to see that? Shin back to the floor, press the tops of the feet down, engage the legs, lengthen the tailbone, draw your lower abdomen in and up, interlace your fingers behind your back, bring the opposite thumb in front, wrap your elbows in and up, shoulder blades on the back, squeeze the inner feet together. Inhale to lift the chin and chest uh, and the feet and thighs away from the floor. Squeeze the legs, point the toes, broaden across your chest. Draw the sides of your neck back, keeping the edges of your mouth soft. Lift through the tops of your ears, the crown of your head. Interlace your fingers strongly, gently pull the hands apart. Exhale and let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, arms heavy at your sides. big toes touch, heels widen apart. Release tension from the low back, the upper back, the neck. As you breathe into the earth. Each inhale, draw more air into the lungs. Each exhale, Allow additional mo- an additional moment at the end of the breath to empty the lungs more completely. Chin back to the floor, tuck your toes, plant your wrist by your ribs, then send your hips all the way back to your heels. Push your hands down and forward. as you tuck your tailbone. And then make your way into your first of several Downward Facing Dogs for today's practice. Walk out your dog, identifying tension along the back of each leg. Noticing if one leg needs more time and attention than the other. And provide it. Bring your dog to stillness, keeping any about to bend in the knees as you push down through the knuckles of the fingers. So that might be a, a, an instruction that you hear a lot, and it might kind of lose its edge from being uh, being taught so much. So really think about pushing down through the base of your index finger. Feel as you push down and forward through the base of your index finger, and feel Uh, an extension from that point, pushing down and forward along the sides of the body, up and back into the hips. With your next inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back into a three-legged dog. Look to the top of your mat and exhale to lunge your right foot forward between your hands. Turn your left heel to the floor so the outer edge of your left foot is parallel to the short end of your mat. Lift into your left kneecap and then angle your upper body to the left. So we're in a downward facing dog lunge. Think about your right hip, your right outer hip. Draw your right outer hip back towards your left heel. Ground through the outer edge of your left foot. Lift into your left kneecap and push your left thigh bone towards the right wall. Maybe start to inch your hands even further at an angle towards the left as you release your head down. Ground down through the index finger knuckle of each hand as you lengthen along the sides of your body. Soften at the edges of your mouth, release the weight of your head. And then bring your hands to frame the front foot. Lift your back toes and send the right leg back downward facing dog. Second side, inhale to lift the left leg. Look forward and exhale to lunge your left foot between your hands. Spin your right heel to the floor, outer edge of the foot, parallels the short end of your mat. Bend deeply into your left knee so the knee is over the heel. Angle your upper body to the right at about a 45 degree angle. Okay, let's start with the legs again. Uh, Draw the left outer hip towards the right foot. So draw the left outer hip back. Extend through the left inner thigh. Engage the right leg. Ground through the outer foot. Lift into the kneecap and press the right thigh bone towards the left wall. Keep the legs as they are. Maybe start to extend your upper body even further at that right angle. Or the angle to the right. It's not a right angle. Ground through the base of your index fingers. Push your hands down and forward. Release the weight of your head. Shoulders away from your ears. Drawing together behind your heart. Soften at the edges of your mouth. And Then walk your hands back to frame the front foot. Lift the back toes and send the left leg back. Downward facing dog. Five push-ups today. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale to push-up, rising through the sides of the waistline. Exhale, hips lead you back into down dog. One. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips lead you back two. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, back. Inhale, right leg lifts. Look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your right foot to the outside of your right wrist. So we're coming to, the knee and toes are angled out. Left knee to the floor. Uh, Let your hips melt down and forward. Uh, Turn onto the right, the knife edge of your right foot and widen your right knee out to the right. This doesn't really feel right, sorry. Bring the hand uh, between, bring the foot between the hands. What? Yeah. It's more, I I had the wrong, I was uh, widening the leg to the wrong side. So bring the right foot more towards the left hand, come to the outside edge of the right foot and then widen the knee out. So it's more like an active pigeon pose. On the right, (laughs) the edge of the right foot, keeping the right ankle from the floor, pull the right foot back, draw the left knee forward, Widen the right knee out to the right. I'm propped up on my hands for now, <laughs> uh, and then we're gonna walk the upper body towards the right again at an angle. Right foot pulls back. Right knee widens out to the left. To the left. Sorry. Thanks for the thanks for the corrections. <laughs> uh, so hands can be. Uh, tented fingers or you can bring your knuckles to the floor or if you'd like you can bring your forearms to the floor. Shoulders out of the ears, heart melts down and forward. Stay here if you'd like or tuck the back toes, lift the left knee off of the floor. Breathe into the right hip. Again, let the pose change with your breath. Where can you soften? Where can you bring more attention? Consider that by holding a lot of tension in your jaw or in your face, it might be diverting energy from uh, unblocking what you might what might be happening in the hip here. Left knee to the floor, hands to frame the front foot. Send the right leg back. Inhale, left leg lifts. Let's all get it right this time. Exhale, lunge the left foot towards the right hand. Flex the left foot and begin to widen the left knee out to the left. Oh, yeah, back knee is down. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Let the back knee fall down. Widen the left knee out to the left. Scissor the left foot back. Pull the right knee isometrically forward to square the hips. So the hips are not only uh, squared forward, but they're also equal distance from the floor. Okay, upper body angles to the left. Either stay on hands to fist right. to the right. To the right, sorry. <laughs> forearms down. Hands could be in prayer if the forearms are down. Hands can be interlaced. Scissor the legs together. Left knee winds out to the left. Right inner thigh lifts, right outer hip draws forward, left outer hip draws back. If you did it the first time, tuck the back toes, lift the back knee. Draw the lower ribs in and up, lengthen back through the tailbone, lengthen forward and down through the heart. One more deep breath in, and full breath out. Knee down if it's up, foot down, square. uh, Frame the front foot with the hands, and let's just go ahead and step forward. Feet are hip width distance apart in a forward fold. Lift and spread your toes, bend your knee, rest your your, uh, torso on your thighs as you hang forward. Let the head be heavy as you grab hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps if you'd like. Rocking weight from side to side. Shaking the head, yes and no, if that feels like it's helpful to release tension from the neck. And as always, I offer this imagery of energy circulating through your body. So as you inhale, drawing from the earth up the backs of the legs as you exhale that energy cascading down the length of your spine, allowing you to release and uh, deepen the head and elbows towards the earth. Fingertips to the floor in front of you. Press your feet down. Lift your kneecaps up, lengthen up through the outer hips. Engage the muscles of your legs. So again, that idea of rooting down where your body is meeting the earth. So you're sending energy down through the feet, connecting with the earth, drawing from the earth to lengthen and lift into the legs and hips. Bring your palms to your shins. Keep your legs and hips as they are. Press your elbows straight and bring your chin and chest parallel to the floor. Shoulder blades on your back. Exhale as you fold forward, head releases, hands back to the floor again. Inhale to lift halfway, and exhale to fold forward. Hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin, slowly rise all the way up to standing. Roll the shoulders back as you arrive, press the feet down, root through the feet, lift into the legs. Broaden across your chest. Look forward to the horizon and take your arms at your sides. My favorite pose lately, uh, mountain pose. So stand in your mountain. You might close your eyes here to turn your attention back to your breath. Back to the connection with the earth. As you root down, draw up. Expand across the chest, grow tall through the crown. Flutter, open your eyes. As you inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Touch your palms overhead. Exhale, sweep the arms out and down as you fold forward. Fingertips to the floor in front of you. Inhale, bring your palms to your shins, shoulder blades on the back and exhale, fold, inhale, rise, and exhale, Tadasana, arms at your sides, one more time like that, inhale, sweep the arms up, move with breath, exhale, and flow forward, inhale, rise halfway, and exhale, flow forward, inhale to come up, And exhale, arms at your sides. Bring the inner feet together. We'll do our awkward chair flow. Face the big toes touch. Lift and spread the toes. Place them back down. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, flow forward. (laughs) Inhale, rise halfway. And exhale, walk the hands behind your heels to sit down into your seat. Round your spine. Draw your chin to your chest, forehead towards or to the knees. Keep your hips low, tucking your tailbone towards your heels, rounding in the upper back. Hug the ankles and knees gently together. Hold for five, four, three, two, one. Press the feet down. Walk the hands forward. Exhale, fold. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale and fold. Inhale, rise. Arms sweep out, up and overhead. Palms touch at the top. And exhale, arms to your sides, shoulders back. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale, float forward. Inhale, rise halfway. And exhale, sit in your seat. Walk your fingertips behind your heels, round the spine, tuck the chin to the chest, back to the preliminary pose. Keep the hips low, waistline back, look forward, reach forward like you're holding a box. Extend through the fingertips as you stay deeply rooted in your feet, in your seat, ankles and knees hug together, five, four, three, two, and one. Hips high, head low, fingertips back to the floor, lengthen along the backs of the legs. Inhale to bring the palms to the shins, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale to fold, inhale to rise. Exhale, Tadasana. Inhale, arms overhead. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sit down. Going through the first prelim, first two shapes again, round the spine. Sit the hips low, waistline away from the thighs. Look forward, arms forward, like you're holding a box. Now we're gonna bring a little back bend into the upper back by looking up, curling the chest towards the sky as you continue to sink the hips low. Reach towards the sky with your fingertips. Look up, lift into the heart. Keep your hips low. Ankles and knees hugging together for five, four, three, two, and one. Slow forward, head low, hips high. Inhale, palms to shin, shoulder blades on the back, chin and chest forward. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise, arms overhead, palms touching at the top. And exhale, arms to your sides. Right hand to the hip, left arm along the left ear. Reach to the sky, round to the earth, exhale upper body, angles to the right, hips shift gently to the left. Push down through your heels, lengthen down through your tailbone, square your hips and chest forward, breathe along your left side. Again, evolve the pose with your breath, inhale to find space, exhale to expand externally into that space. Inhale, back to center, left hand to the hip, right arm to the sky. Reach up out of the right side, round down through the right heel. Exhale, upper body to the left, hips to the right. Square the hips and chest forward. Breathe along the right side. Soften the edges of your mouth. Lift into the kneecaps, lengthen through the tailbone. Inhale, back to center. Exhale, right arm down. Inhale, left arm up. Reach up out of the left side, root down through the left heel, right arm along the right side. Exhale, lean the upper body to the right, hips to the left. Keep your hips and chest squared forward, and then start to take your gaze up beyond your left tricep muscles. Keeping the edges of your mouth soft. Reach the fingertips towards the heel. Ground the left heel, reach through the left fingertips, breathe along the left side. Lengthen the tailbone down to create uh, lengthen the low spine. Inhale to center, left arm along the left side. If this is causing pain in the low back, you can keep the hand on the hip. Reach up out of the right waistline, square hips and chest forward, exhale hips to the right, uh, upper body to the left. Look forward, and then without moving the shoulders, look up beyond your right tricep muscles. Again, if you're feeling pain in the low back, concentrate more on lifting the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone down, and or bring the hand to the hip. Soften the edges of your mouth as you look up, inhale back to center and release the right arm down. Interlace your fingers behind your back, roll your shoulder blades together behind your heart, look up, lift your gaze, lift into your chin with your knuckles at your low back, lengthen your tailbone down. So uh, likely the uh, hips will be tilted forward. So bring the bowl of your pelvis to uh, to a level position, shoulders back, elbows in, push the feet down, lift the heart up. So already the pose has begun. Extend the knuckles down, straightening the arms without hyperextending the elbows. If you know yourself to be a hyperextender, then be very conscious of keeping a very gentle bend in the elbows as you reach the knuckles down. Lift the heart up. Lift the heart to lengthen the spine. The longer the spine, the the more space you have to eventually curl the upper body back. Look towards the back wall. Look down the back wall. As you continue to push the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, and then as you're ready, bring the chest forward, roll the shoulders forward, arms forward, and head up last. (laughs) Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, palms together at heart center. Step your feet, outer hip, we're, just <coughs> hard. we're going to come down into a squat. So, um, I know for my knees, it's not, uh, I've mean, had knee surgery in the past. Uh, it's a little crunchy to come down to uh, a squat from this position. So, if that's the case for you, I'd recommend just uh, bending, <laughs> bending down as you would to sit and then coming to your squat. Otherwise, we're going to start to bend the knees in the direction of the toes to come down into malasana yoga squat. So I feel that it's uh, just like we do, just like we practice in goddess pose, it's uh, especially important here that the knees and toes are pointing in the same direction. So Karen, I feel like uh, your toes could turn forward just a little bit, at least that right toe could. Yeah. Take the arms to the inside to the thighs, widen the arms into the thighs, hug the thighs into the arms. As the arms widen, the heart pulls forward and up. As the legs hug in, lengthen your tailbone down and forward. So creating a long spine in this shape, keep your legs as they are, take your right arm out to the right. So the arm is pushing into the inside of the thigh and knee. The knee is hugging into the arm. Sweep your left arm up. Look up. Draw your right ribs forward as you wrap your left ribs back, and you can either choose to stay here or turn your right palm to face the back wall, bend your right elbow around the front of your right shin, and then reach back with your left hand for a bind. Hug your left shoulder blade onto the back of your chest. If you're taking the bind, bind is interesting, Uh, effective for opening the left shoulder, deepening the stretch in the right inner groin, uh, but not necessary. Okay, unbind on this side, left arm out to the left. So reach out to the left with the left fingertips, widen the left arm into the left knee, hug the left knee into the left arm, sweep the right arm up, revolve the left ribs forward, right ribs back. Either choose to stay here, turn the left palm out, bend the left elbow, plant the back of the palm at the outside of the left hip, and then reach back with the right hand and either uh, clasp or you can always use a strap too. Right shoulder blade on the back, left ribs come forward, right ribs pull back, tailbone down, heart and gaze turn skyward. Soften the edges of your mouth. Take some time to check in with your breath. Once you are noticing your breath, you might take the opportunity to deepen it and slow it down here. Okay, look down, unbind, and sit down to your hips, roll onto your back. So you might say, what happened to wide-legged forward fold? (coughs) Don't worry, we're still going to do it. It's just not going to happen yet. We're going to... Switch up the order of things a little bit today. Oh, happy day. <laughs> Bring uh, your feet off the floor and wrap your hands around the fronts of your knees. Just press your knees into your hands to flatten your low back against the floor. Okay, we are going to do uh, what something we have done before in the... Um, Prep for Bhakasana or uh, Crow Pose, uh, lying on our backs. So um, I've found that there are lots of different uh, interpretations of what is Crow Pose, what is Crane Pose. Um, there's two different poses, and I feel like the naming of them is uh, people have uh, contest about which is which pose. Anyway, this is the pose that I'm going to call Crow Pose. Uh, feet together, knees together, draw your knees in towards your chest, keeping your inner feet together. Wrap your hands around your knees and then start to widen your knees to up towards your armpits with, without taking your feet inner feet apart. Okay, tuck your tailbone towards your heels so you'll feel your abdomen engage. So as you <laughs> tilt your tailbone towards your heels, you might take a fingertip or two to your upper abdomen. You should feel it harden and tighten with the tucking of your tailbone. So this is to say that when we come into our crane pose or crow pose, our bhakasana pose, we are really engaging the abdomen to come up. Okay, now take your arms to the sky, palms, as though you're gonna put palm prints on the ceiling, peel your head, neck and shoulders away from the floor. Tug your tailbone towards your heels and curl your spine away from the floor. Push your palms into the sky and if your, uh, your knees are starting to touch your outer arms, that's exactly what we're going for. And then soften the edges of your mouth, release your head and shoulders down, release your feet down. Walk your feet apart, let your knees fall together. You can bring a hand to your belly, hand to your heart. Find your breath in your body. And do we, are there any questions about this before we uh, do it one more time and then we'll do the crane, or the crow pose. So um, let's do it again. Feet together, knees together, lift the knees up. Take the hands to the knees, widen the knees apart, keeping the inner feet together. Arms to the sky palms to the ceiling Tilt your chin chin towards your chest as you curl your upper body and your lower body away from the floor tuck your tailbone towards your heels try to get less of your back body on the floor as you push up soften the edges of your mouth five four three two one and let it go feet down head down arms down Again, walk the feet further apart. Let the knees fall together and take a hand to your belly, a hand to your heart. Close your eyes. Return to this moment. Return to your breath. Recognize where you have come to. You've come to this moment. Feet together, roll to your right side, press your way up and blocks are always helpful here. Um, Sorry, cork blocks are even nicer than uh, the squishy blocks. Um, So uh, I like to call this block a perch for the crow pose. I'm going to step my feet onto a block that's laid out uh, lengthwise the base of my big toes comes to touch my inner feet are together and then I'm gonna bend my knees down and widen them apart so again just like in the uh, crow pose from the back my knees are as wide as my armpits and then I'm going to reach uh, keep my hips sinking low as I reach my upper body forward lengthen through my fingertips so this is a familiar shape for the upper body. So we've, we did the uh, downward-facing dog, and then we did the downward dog lunge. We did this shape in the upper body from our um, chi- uh, extended child's pose. So this should be familiar. Walk the hands back underneath the shoulders from there. Hands are—fingers uh, are spread. Palms are open. Rooting down through the index finger-knuckle mound and then I'm going to lift up onto my toes as I shift the weight of my upper body forward. Hug my legs into my outer arms, lift through the sides of my waistline, tuck my tailbone towards my heels, dome in the upper back, keep my gaze slightly down and forward. And that's crow pose. So we're gonna do it now and we're gonna do it later. So, uh, and you got my crash mat. (laughs) And you got your crash mat. Yeah. So, if you uh, are a primary concern for people who haven't done this before is the uh, face plant. So, uh, Lynn has a great idea of putting a bolster where her face would plant. So, uh, it's a little less threatening. Okay. So, let's do it. So, this is a we're gonna like I said we're gonna do this again. So, (laughs) so get your foundation down. Uh, Bring your feet to the block, inner feet together, hips towards the heels, knees wide, extend your arms forward, get that length in your spine, and then pull your hands back underneath your shoulders. Spread your fingers and your palms. (coughs) Look forward and down, possibly towards your crash pad, and then start to shift the weight of the upper body forward as you lift up onto your toes and then start to elevate your feet. Up away from your block. Good. Good. Then you got it. Look forward a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, excellent. Okay. Release back down and say uh, see you later to uh, Pro. <laughs> see you uh, sooner than later. Okay. So come to stand. Now is the time for a wide-legged forward pull. You already have your blocks, so put them on the floor in front of you. Okay, uh, so as you all know, we've been working on this, so step your feet wide apart. Turn your uh, toes in slightly from parallel with the outside edges of your mat, just, I find that gives you a slighter better, slightly better grip with your feet on the mat, lift into the kneecaps as though you're wearing tight stockings and you're pulling them up your legs, hands on the hips, roll your shoulders back as though you have a billowing cape, look up, lengthen along the front of your torso. I thought Lynn was looking at her phone, she was looking at that. <laughs> She's looking at the, uh, fans, the, 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 the fan remote. The remote. Shoulder blades on the back. And look up. And as you exhale, hinge at your hips. Chin and chest parallel to the floor as you plant your wrists below your uh, shoulders. Engage the legs. Push the thigh bones back as you lift your kneecaps up. Reach your chin and chest forward. And then slowly lower the length of your spine towards the floor as you walk your hands back. If you were here last week, you will remember the transition from a wide-legged forward fold into a tripod headstand. So uh, establish that base of the tripod headstand even if your head is on a block. So you want a triangle between your head and your wrists with the elbows directly over the wrists. Lift your kneecaps up, press your thigh bones back, lengthen down through the crown of your head. You guys look awesome. So I can see from this room that we've been doing this pose pretty often for a while. So um, feel that in your body, feel how practice has, uh, has created depth in this shape. Lengthen along the backs of your legs, inner thighs back, Push the crown of your head into the floor. Lift your shoulders out of your ears to uh, uh, to um, strengthen uh, the curvature of your neck. Good. Mary, your head it could definitely go to a blanket if not the floor. <laughs> Mary, 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 Mary. This Mary. Is Mary. Don't it. sell yourself shorts. That's right Mary. Let's get for you. There yeah. you go. Thank you. See, you got that. Okay. <laughs> elbows in a little bit. There you go. Okay. Walk your hands back below your shoulders. Lift your chin and chest. Hands to the hips. Elbows to the sky. And slowly make your way back up. Heel toe your feet back together. Okay. I wouldn't ask you guys to do this if I didn't think you could do it. So, here's what we're going to attempt today. Um, You might have guessed that we are going to go from a tripod headstand into crow pose, into crow pose, uh, from crow pose into a tripod headstand. And then out the door, (laughs) out the door, you thought so. Start. we've already done uh, let's start with the tripod because we haven't done that yet mm-hmm. and then we'll transition to crow pose because you don't have to go from crow pose to bring your head onto the floor, which <laughs> is exactly what we're trying to prevent with the crash pattern okay. so uh, if you would like to do uh, a tripod headstand using the wall, that's where you're at with your headstand, then uh, come to a wall, and um, I'll just do a, a brief demo of this, and then I'll uh, I'll talk you talk y'all through it. Okay, so um, as we did last week, we're gonna come down to a um, position <laughs> against the uh, facing the wall. So um, I'm in a short tabletop pose with my wrist shoulder width distance apart. And then I'm going to tuck my chin in towards my chest and bring the crown of my head to the floor. I had some somebody ask uh, last week about um, in the tripod headstand coming closer to the top of the forehead, and I've been taught headstand both ways. So either about two inches behind the the end of the upper part of the forehead, or the upper forehead. So um, if you've had some experience with headstand, you might try the other way. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna bring, I'm bringing the crown of my head towards the floor, keeping my wrists shoulder width distance apart, spreading my fingers and spreading my fingers and palms. And then from here, I'm gonna tuck my toes under and come to a, a dog pose on my hands and on my head. So my hips are pushing up and back. And a good test for whether you have the neck strength and stability for this is if you can maintain the shape of your body here and lift your arms up off the floor. Because it really is a lot of weight pushing down through the head. So I've established that by lifting my arms. And now I'm going to uh, draw my knees in towards my chest, lift my feet up, and lengthen my legs up the wall or just up towards the sky into a tripod headstand. Okay, let me focus for a second. Okay, from here, I'm serious, Lynn, I haven't done this in a while. Okay, (laughs) tomorrow you can uh, mess with me. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm gonna keep the insides of my feet together, widen my knees apart as I bring them down towards my armpits, tuck my tailbone towards my heels, push down through my hands, and then push my hands down, lift through the sides of my waistline. Okay, can I go back? Okay, tuck my chin. Whew. Bring my head back in. to the floor, and then extend my legs up. It's easier if you're not talking while you do Yeah. <laughs> I don't just imagine you. how much easier it will be for you? because you know how brain cells <laughs> are just like, <laughs> head. I can't afford to be losing. Okay, so yeah, you can. This is inversion time. So uh, if this is not your cup of tea today, you can uh, take a headstand, uh, either the basket weave headstand or the tripod headstand. Yeah. So start with the tripod headstand, and then from there, good, really nice. Then from there, uh, widen, keep the inner feet together, widen the knees apart as the knees come down towards the armpits push the head down, push the hands down, lift the head up off the floor, drawing back through the sides of the waistline. Maybe be really nice. I think tri-pawn heads down way easier than the other heads down. Yeah, I think so too. You think so too? I, I agree with uh, if you've never done it before. Okay, Karen, uh, elbows have to be a lot closer and hands need to be back, back towards your knees. Yeah. So even further, like wrists here. There you go. Yeah, Mary. Oh, that's hard. Oh. But could you imagine if you showed your CrossFit people this? They'd be very (laughs) (laughs) impressed. Honestly, it would be. Push down. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Go slow. I'm used to doing the cradle one. This is not yes, support, so it's hard. It is. I, yeah, I definitely think it's It's just more on the head and neck, I think, in the in the uh, tripod. But maybe it's just a anatomical thing. It's easier for some people than others. I couldn't do it at all today. Last week I didn't have a problem, so go here. Yeah, Karen, you got it. Okay, uh, do five more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lie on your back. I noticed you were the only one lying <laughs> in I noticed that I was the only one lying back. <laughs> <But> they're trainers. <laughs> trainers. <laughs> okay. Find your friendly block again. Place the block between your thighs at its narrowest setting. Arms along your sides. feet parallel. Press your feet into the floor. Lift your hips up. So no tucking of the shoulders yet. We're just doing our little baby bridge pose. Push your feet down. Squeeze your block gently, lengthen through your tailbone, and then think about moving your block downward by spiraling your inner thighs towards the floor. Lengthen through your knees, lengthen through your tailbone, spiral your inner thighs down, ground into the feet, and then slowly lower your hips to the floor. the, I'm, on a personal note, I just tried to use this uh, slim block, this <laughs> block light, and it didn't work because it's too thin. Uh, so if you have a block lights, then uh, get a yeah, get a standard uh, width block. Once again, that's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's my fault. That's my fault. Shame me. No, shaming. it's great for other things brother it's just not for this uh, okay let's try it again uh, if the block is working for you so it. if it's not uh, digit ground through the feet press down lift up this time we will interlace the fingers behind the back tuck your shoulder blades one at a time underneath your chest maybe you walk them under one at a t- once maybe you walk each elbow or shoulder blade underneath the back twice So feel the vertebra of the upper back and the neck lift away from the floor. Press your feet down, lift your hips up, think about moving your your block down towards the floor by spiraling your inner thighs towards the earth. Push your feet down and away as you lift your hips higher and feel your chest open Moving towards your chin, lengthen along the back of your neck, chin moving towards your chest as your chest moves towards your chin. Slowly lower your hips down, unlace your fingers, untuck your shoulders, walk your feet as wide as your mat, let your knees fall together. Perhaps close your eyes as you bring your palms back to the body. return to your breathing. And just as I mentioned at the beginning of class, even though this is a shorter time for breath, this is a time for breath. So let yourself be immersed by it. Immersed in it. And that's one thing that one thing that we do in the yoga asana practice that i feel is so applicable in my life is this ability to transition quickly from a moment that requires so much engagement so much trying so much doing into a moment that requires release that requires observation At your side. Feet in parallel. Uh, I will give you the option of a bound bridge, or you can do bridges we've done before, or you can take a wheel pose if that's in your repertoire. Press your feet down, lift your hips up, uh, and either uh, interlace your fingers, or if you like the bind, slide your palms underneath your heels. If A deeper bind is available, you could grab the outsides of your ankles. Coming into this might cause your heels to lift up off the floor, that's okay. As you tuck your shoulders underneath your chest and walk your feet out, you might be able to put your heels back down on the mat. And all of these poses can be done with a block between the inner thighs. Push down through your feet, lift up through your hips. Push the feet away, lift the hip up, roll the inner thighs down, and open the chest towards the chin. Tuck the shoulders strongly so that the vertebra of the upper back, the vertebra of the entire spine, are arcing away from the floor. Breathe into the shape. Let the pose change. Let this breath uh, breathe the pose. And slowly hips down, unclasp the ankles or untuck the shoulders, uninterlace the fingers, get back onto your back, feet apart, knees together, hands to the chest, hands to the belly. And again, transition into this moment. Take your arms out to a T. Feet are placed as wide as the mat. Exhale, knees to the right. Windshield wiper sequence. Inhale, knees through center, and exhale, knees to the left. With the breath, shifting the leg side to side, or doing uh, any low back release here that you'd like, transitioning out of our... Our back bend sequence. One more visit to the left and Bring your knees back to center. Walk your feet in, draw your knees in towards your chest. Wrap your hands around the fronts of your knees. Briefly push your knees into your hands to flatten the low back once again. Release the knees and maybe make some small circles with the knees as though you're drawing ellipses on the ceiling. So many of you have heard me mention this before, but <laughs> whenever I would uh, do this for a long time whenever I do this and try to make the biggest circles possible because I'm just a bigger must be better kind of uh, have a bigger must be better mentality <laughs> so but I noticed it would really uh, it would really bother my low back especially when I was pregnant so um, I started experimenting with doing it more subtly, and I found that it was more more effective for me in that lower back release. So turn your circles, your ellipses in the opposite direction, or ovals. Then rock and roll on the spine a few times feel the pressure of the floor against your back body. notice if there are any places you want to hold on this journey and then make your way to seated extend your legs forward possibly coming to seated on some padding care would you like right uh, maybe would you like one? Sure. there's one Extra blanket. the Would you prefer blanket or bullspin? Fither things. You bullspin? No. <laughs> <laughs> Extend your legs forward. You might shift the flesh and the muscle of your buttocks back and apart to get a better connection between your sits bones and the surface beneath you. Reach out through your heels, pull back through your toes, and then have your hands somewhere, either along the sides of your hips, if you have longer arms in relation to your torso, the hands might be behind the hips. Roll the shoulders back, push down through the thighs, reach through the heels, draw back through the toes, lengthen your spine. I'm always amazed with how much effort can go into this shape that is the least impressive, i <laughs> <the> least <laughs> impressive of yoga poses. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> okay, from here, we're going to take the right knee, draw it in towards the chest. Place the foot about a fist-width distance uh, from the left inner thigh. Take your right hand behind your hip propping up the chest without leaning weight back into back into that hand. Roll the shoulders back, extend your left arm to the sky, lengthen along your left side, rooting through the left hip, and two options here, either wrap the left elbow around the front of the left knee, or for a deeper twist, you might try hooking the elbow to the outside of the knee corner. So uh, you can try both. Uh, and then begin the twist from bottom to top, left to right, inside to outside, eventually gaze goes over the right shoulder, hug your right shoulder leg onto the back of your chest keeping your chest broad, keep the left leg active, think about the left leg rooting the pose, So, as you push down through the left thigh, push down through the tail, uh, through the sits bones, the more you push down, the more energy you have coming from the earth to grow the the spine tall. And the taller the spine, the deeper the, the rotation here. And then once you have all of that. Movement of energy, how do you aid the pose with your breath? So deeper slower breaths as this shouldn't be uh, very strenuous to, uh, to stay in this pose And come back through center, maybe a little counter twist shifting the chest towards the left wall and we're going to take um, Marichyasana 1, or maybe that's not the name Okay. <laughs> left hand by your left hip, Reach out of your right side body, right arm to the sky, and then look towards your left leg. Fold over the left leg. Grab hold of the outside of the calf, ankle, or foot. Hug your right knee in towards your right shoulder. Extend along the front of your torso. So lengthen the torso, root the left leg, and either choose to stay here or wrap your right arm around the front of your right knee. As you wrap the arm, turn the palm to face out, landing the back of the hand at the outer right hip. Reach the chin and chest forward, and if you'd like, swing that left arm back around to clasp the right hand. Okay root the left leg, reach through the left heel, pull back through the left toes, extend along the front of your torso once again, and then release the head down. Tuck your chin in, release your forehead towards or to your left leg. Someone asked in this pose, if the right hip needed to be down. Mm -hmm. So if you make it a priority to bring the right hip down, the upper body's gonna shift towards the right. So without shifting the hip down, uh, draw the right outer hip down while keeping the chest squared over the left leg. Hug the right knee in towards the uh, right ribs. So in other words, it's okay for the right hip to come up. Just continue with the idea of grounding there. Unclasp. Come um, up. Just going to briefly interlace the fingers around the right foot and then extend the right leg and straight. <laughs> Heel reaches up towards the sky, toes uh, pull back towards the body. Pass the foot into the right hand and just widen the right leg out and in a couple of times. Leaving the upper back, upper body back slightly. Okay. Extend the right leg to meet the left. Tadasana once again. Again, you might like to move, manually move flesh and muscle back and apart. And left leg draws in. Bend the knee, place the foot about a fist-width distance between uh, the inner foot and the inner thigh. Left hand behind the back. Again, not pushing, not leaning back into the hand, but just using the hand to prop the chest up. Head over heart, heart over the center of your pelvis. Extend your right arm skyward, and then either wrap the arm around the front of the the knee, or, for a deeper twist, bring the elbow to the outside of the right thigh. So, experiment. I, on the first side, brought my elbow to the outside of my thigh and decided that was too deep, so I went back to the previous pose. So uh, likely it's it's too deep if you're leaving the right shoulder behind. So you want to stay broad across the chest. So choose the option that uh, allows you to open up across the collarbones. Eventually take the gaze over the left shoulder, keeping the chin parallel to the floor. Once you have the General shape, think about grounding through the right thigh. So again, the hips, the sits bones, and the right leg the right leg ground the pose. As you root there, grow tall along your spine. The taller the spine, the deeper the twist. So the more space between the vertebra, the more uh, space you have to shift from right to left. Come back to center, little counter twist, turning your chest towards the right wall this time, and then left arm to the sky. Ground through the left hip, reach through the left fingertips, and then fold to the inside of the left leg, reaching for the outside of the foot, (laughs) ankle, or calf with the left hand. Pull the chin and chest forward as you push the right thigh down. Draw the left outer hip towards the floor and either stay here or extend your left arm out to the left. Bend your elbow, turn your palm to face out as you land the back of your left hand at your outer left hip. Reach your right arm out and around and then clasp your hands. Hug your left knee in towards your left shoulder. Draw the shoulder blades together behind your heart. Again, root through the thigh, the right thigh. Hug the left outer hip down without shifting weight towards the left side. Pull your toes back towards your face. And one more. Reach in with the chin before you release the head down and forward. Maybe bringing the forehead towards or to the leg. If you'd like, you can put a prop on the leg in the form of a blanket or a block if you, if you can balance it there to bring the head down. So this is one that uh, I've experimented with doing uh, very early on in a practice. And um, if you do this pose without a lot of preparation, um, or this is just, um, my experience is that this is really a lot of um, stretch in the upper back. Um, So you might be feeling that now. Um, What are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? Let your mind delve into your body as the shape reveals things Mm -hmm. to you. Unclasp. Push your way up. Interlace the fingers around the base of the left toes. Shift the upper body back as you extend the left leg uh, out and up. So reach through the heel, pull back through the toes. And either stay here or just pass the hand exclusively, pass the foot exclusively into the left hand and you can make this movement of um, widening the leg out to the left and then drawing it over to the right. okay one more time, legs together flush of the buttocks back and apart lifting up out of your pelvis lengthen through the spine Ground through your thighs, pull back through the toes and fold forward you can grab the legs you can extend the legs uh, the arms by the legs you can grab the feet if those are available push the thighs down um uh, Draw the chest forward, reach the chin forward, pull the toes back towards the face, and then tuck the chin gently towards the chest and release the head down, just like that Marichyasana pose. You can bring your head down onto the legs or onto a a, a series of props, a blanket or a block. Again, challenge yourself to be present, which is hard when the poses slow down, when um, the end of class is nigh, and we all know it. Can you stay here? Take hold of something outside of the feet, ankles, uh, shins. Pull your chest forward. Curl your gaze skyward, opening up the chest, countering the posture before walking your hands towards your hips. Find your way to lying on your back. Make any final subtle movements before coming into some form of rest, whether it be traditional Savasana, lying on your back, Extending your legs out, arms at your sides. Or <coughs> small variations on this might include placing a prop, a bolster, a blanket underneath your knees or underneath your head. If you want more inversion, legs can be up the wall. And giving you guys a little more here if you want uh, me to give you a little um, very brief neck massage and then lengthening of the neck and a grounding of the upper chest. You could just put a hand on your belly and I'll come around and do that for you. <laughs> Consider your objective at this time to calm the body and the mind. If you embrace that objective, do what you can to calm the body and. send a message to let go. Is there a persistent thought or idea that prevents your mind from being calm at this time? with the objective of calming to send ripples of movement down through your arms and legs, within your fingers and toes. How <coughs> do so you like to uh, reawaken the body? So you might shift the arms, the legs, back and the head from side to side. and like stretch your arms overhead, reach out through your toes. eventually rocking to one side or uh, scooping that part to come back up to seated. As you return to a seated position, bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with a single sound of palm. exhale. I didn't have